Here at Pack Expo, I'm joined by Brian Cannell, who's Tetra Pak's new CEO and president for US and Canada. Nice to, uh, nice, nice to, to join me here, Brian. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, as, as I understand it, I mean, you're new to this role, but you, you've, been, you've been at Tetra Pak for quite a while over here. Yes, I've uh, actually been with Tetra Pak for over 23 years and the last 14 years in various uh, local senior management positions. Okay. And... I mean, it's, it's fair to say we haven't maybe had the uptake um, in, in the U.S. and Canada we, we have in Europe in terms of, of categories like white, white milk, for instance. So, you know, perhaps Tetra Pak as a format is something consumers are a little less familiar with. But nonetheless, you see some opportunities. You mentioned um, functional beverages, for instance. Yes, I think uh, if you look at the traditional categories of, of say, white milk, where Tetra Pak is, has its core in, in Europe uh, and other markets, um, Absolutely, we're not. Uh, we've not grown as much in those particular areas, although we do have quite a bit of uh, future opportunity. I would say, if you look at the U.S. market and the Canadian market specifically, there are very big opportunities for some of these more functional beverages, some of the more nutritional beverages, other food products, where we are gaining more and more of a footprint. Mm-hmm. And why would you sort of hope to win share against other formats? What 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 are the advantages that a, that a Tetra Pak would bring? If you look at uh, the, the systems that we provide, um, actually we, look, we see ourselves as really a full system solution provider. So it's not simply a packaging format or it's not simply a capital equipment format. We can provide a lot of insights to our customers to find those next opportunities, be it on an emerging consumer trend or an emerging market trend with existing or new products as well, too. So I think that's a lot to do with it. If you look at the consumer trends these days, they're very much... Uh, focused on uh, higher value in the products that they do consume. Uh, the consumers are much more demanding of uh, a higher sustainability footprint in the consumer package, the packaging for the consumer goods that they're consuming. And they're also uh, very much more uh, demanding upon the nutritional, functional, and health benefits in the products that they're actually consuming. And those are things that we can work with our customers to help uh, provide higher and higher value and higher and higher functionality for our customers. I was talking to a colleague, Suli, earlier, and he was he was saying that um, you know Tetra Pak was was driving towards um, more more sort of smaller volume pack sizes, if you like. And I mean, you, you mentioned to me just now, you know, that households of four or five people going down to one or two. So you know, the size is coming down, and people are people are getting older as well. So you need some functionality there. Absolutely, size is a, is a very big piece of that, as well as a shelf stable a shelf life on those products as well too so even the smaller sizes they're not consuming as quickly as before and could we talk a little bit about your your contract manufacturers uh, network and um you were explaining to me how how that lowers the entry entry barrier for for, for nascent brands maybe yes i think one of the things that uh, that is uh, great for our customers and potential new customers in the u.s and canada and specifically is that contract manufacturing network so there are a number of third-party companies um, that work with us. They are our customers where they will have capacity to pr- produce and develop many of these products for brand holders as well, too. It gives a very quick entry barrier for customers that want to bring in new products or they want to trust new products uh, on a regional basis, be that an entirely new product that they bring into their their. Uh, portfolio or whether it's a different format they want to provide it into it's basically having installed capacity installed manufacturing capacity uh, that they do not have to invest in okay and um moving on to, to premiumness i mean premium queues around cartons and maybe you know a category like like liquid milk that's that's a little challenging but we, we were discussing opportunities you see here in the u.s and, and canada in, in in other categories i mean wine for instance 
I mean, wine's one example. You look at the, many of the functional beverages. You look at many of the nutritional beverages. There are ones. Uh, there are quite a bit of opportunities for further development. It goes back to those consumer trends that we were talking about before, where the consumer is being more and more demanding on having products that provide them not only a good taste profile, but good nutritional benefit, uh, good health benefits, and ultimately um, packaged in a, uh, a format that is highly sustainable and has a very good environmental footprint as well. So finally then on the environments, I mean, the, the, the Tetra Rex, I believe that, that carton's called the, the 100% um, bio-based carton. Um, very laudable, but, you know, if you don't have the, the recycling systems in place, then you are perhaps a little challenged. How, how, how are you going over there with, with uh, your recycling infrastructure? Well, with, specifically in the U.S. and Canada, we've, Canada in itself has very high recycling rates. If we look at the U.S., it's one where we've focused for the last several years through an industry forum and helping support and increase the level of access for household uh, recycling. So basically the ability for consumers to actually put their packages, be it any type of format, out for recycling and act them actually collected into the waste stream, into the collection stream, and then ultimately recycled. Um, through those efforts, we've been able to increase that household access pretty significantly. From when we started many years ago, it, it was as low as 18%. Now we're up to over 52% of, of access. So the packages themselves, the carton-based packages, are highly recyclable. They are 100% recyclable. They have a very high value in a recycling stream. The key to get was basically to allow them to be collected and put it into the stream. We believe, uh, you know, we've made some significant progress here. So we'll continue to focus on that and then focus on many other aspects of the full life cycle. Okay. Thank you. Ben Buckley reporting.